Absolutely insane. Yeah. yeah. You guys look great too. Oh, <laughs> Where are you uh, located right now? I'm, um, I'm sheltering in, in place. I'm, uh, huh? I said, or sheltering in place. Sheltering in place. Yeah. I'm home. I'm home in Orange County. Okay, cool. Cool. Yeah. Where, where are you guys? We're here in Houston, Texas. Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so y'all so y'all are lit right now. Right. Yeah, yeah, everything is opening back up. It's crazy. Right. I was talking about the Beyonce. Right, and, that's uh, what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> we are lit. We are hitting this week. It is all about H-Town, Beyonce and Meg. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> all right, well, let's go ahead and get started. Okay. So, um, I mean, you just have a bunch of accomplishments going on, but I kind of want to like get started back at where you begin, where you realize, you know what, I can sing, or someone told you, girl, you can sing. Right. <laughs> tell, us, tell us a little about a little bit about your childhood and you realizing that. You know, I came from a very musical family, and so um, my earliest memories of even living surround music. You know, so I remember like singing with my mom and and, and my dad was um, um, kind of a self-taught piano player and I would watch them play in church and he and my mom would, you know, be singing and playing downstairs. So I grew up kind of seeing that, mm -hmm. um, but it was only church. So I never thought it would be a career at all. You know, it was just something you did for the Lord and, and that was it. So when did you realize, you know, I can make a career out of this? It wasn't until um, college and um, I joined this girls group and we kind of had, you know, a little deal on the table. It was, it was gospel though. And, um, you know, I, that was just getting my first taste of like being in the studio and writing and producing. And I was just like, oh, this is it. Like, I don't, I don't even need to finish school. This is it. You know, my mom was like, uh, no, that ain't gonna happen. <laughs> I finished, I got my degree in, in music, emphasis piano from this little school called Oakwood University in Huntsville, Alabama. It's at HBCU. And, um, you know, but, but that was, that was like the first time where I was like, you know, I, I this is, this is in me. It's not even necessarily a job. It's like, this has been a part of who I am since I was, you know, two, three years old. And now I'm just deciding that this is it, you know? It was always there. And then we've listened to you sing. Um, and we've seen you in like the shows and all of that stuff. Um, and you can sing, sing. You can sing. <laughs> um, and so some people love singing in the shower because they say it has great acoustics. Um, uh -huh. There's somewhere like odd that you love singing for no apparent reason. Oh, that's such a good question. I don't think ever, anyone's ever asked me that. Bathrooms are good. Um, there are like some hallways like uh, acoustically that have like this really incredible echo. Um, but I can't think of like one specifically in mind right now, but I know I'll be, you know, 
going walking downstairs somewhere and they're like, oh, the Kuzis is bombing here. <laughs> and then another thing, um, with a voice like that, do you, because I always said that if I could sing, and I can't even hum mm -hmm. on tune, but if I could sing, <laughs> I would sing for everything. So do you ever just pull up at like the drive through at Whataburger and then just be like, start singing the menu? <laughs> Whataburger is a Texas thing. That would be like in and out for her. In and out for us. Right. It's Whataburger. I read between the lines. I read between the lines. <laughs> like, can I get another three? You know, right. that, that, that's See, that's what I'm talking about. Right. You know what? I am almost the exact opposite where I just don't sing at all. Oh, my God. Um, and it's funny, I remember when I was, you know, going to college and like my roommates would get asked all the time, like is Shalea always singing in the room? Like, and I, I just don't, she was like, I never hear her sing. Like only time I hear, I see her sing is when she's up front. And so I don't know what that is. I'm just, I'm just not, I, I'm always listening. When I'm experiencing music, I'm listening and kind of taking in. I might put a harmony note in there, you know, every blue moon, but I really just like to enjoy it. And then when it's time for me to go, that's when I go, but I'm not that kind of person who wakes up singing and, you know, is bothering everybody all day. <laughs> oh, those people. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> well, um, I know it's been like crazy with the coronavirus and this pandemic and everything, but you kind of turned it into a positive thing or have some positive things come out of it. I know you're working with a global citizen uh, with that uh, Together at Home with her and um, John Legend and all of that. That's something yeah. positive that's come out of this. But what is something that's like unexpected, pleasant result from this as well? Mm. You know, I was, um, it's, it's crazy because I still kind of pinch myself, but I was, I was in the biopic um, depicting this gospel group called the Clark Sisters mm -hmm. and um, I played Dorinda and so you know we were so excited we filmed it last year and and we were just about to start doing our whole you know media bliss we were doing all the screenings we had our premiere and all of that and um, and I think God was like, okay, y'all wanted all that, but then the fact that everybody was at home, it ended up being the number one movie in the country. Right. Yeah. So I'm not saying that there wouldn't have been a strong interest without the pandemic, but I think um, it ended up being the, one of the biggest blessings, I think, for us in disguise is that everybody was home, everybody was watching, there was really ain't nothing else to do, right. you know? And so it ended up being, you know, this this huge, huge, you know, response to it. Like I, the last time I checked 13 million viewers and counting, you know, and, and again, the number one movie in the country. And so I, um, that ended up being a positive thing. And in the beginning, you know, it's like, I'm trying to get my little ring light together and you know, like we, have, we still had to do pro right you know got my little director's chair i mean you know you're just trying so in the beginning it just felt like like you know we, we there was a lot of disappointment and then i even started feeling guilty about the disappointment because it's like people are they're dying so you know let me not be this is this is a champagne you know frustration of my 
movie premiere got canceled, you know? So it's just, it just, to me, it was an opportunity for me to, to realize that we have to be other centered mm-hmm. and, um, you know, really think about like, yeah, we, I might be okay and be able to bounce back, but there's so many people as we can see who are not. So, um, it turned, it started off negative and then it just, to me, I just started finding all the blessings out of it. That's cool. How did you, since we're talking about the clock sisters, you jumped to it. Yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) Lead the way, honey. You got it. I love it. (laughs) How did you even connect uh, to, you know, getting into acting and being a part of this awesome movie? Because not only did it do numbers, because we were watching at home, it was worth watching at home. So it was a double blessing. Yeah. While I was watching it, like listening to you ladies sing, like I got goosebumps and I don't even sing. I was just like, wow, that's like talent level is amazing. Real powerhouses. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. You know, um, we, I do remember being on set and realizing, okay, this, this is special this is actually special. Like what we're doing is really special. And it was for a lot of reasons. One, you know, it being a, a, a story about a gospel group and that hadn't been done before. So I knew the gospel community was going to be into it. Um, but then we were, <clears throat> we were singing live in it. And that was something that the director was adamant about, you know, she wanted to cast, actors who could really sing because she didn't want it to be a voiceover moment. She didn't want it to be even like pre-records. Like, you know, there are some in the, in the film, but a lot, really everything you hear is, is an element of live vocals. So like when we're in the, um, in the hospital and when our mother's on her death, on her deathbed and she says, busting the song, they're not going to get the pre-records. Like we literally started singing that live in that moment. And I think that, that, even became another character in the film, the fact that it was live singing all throughout. So it was really, really special. And, and now seeing the response that it's not just the gospel community, it's people like, you know, Taraji and, and, and Jamie Foxx and, you know, everybody who, Snoop Dogg who was watching, he's like, these are my aunties, you know? Um, So it's, it's, 13 million it's and that was the that was like a week ago you know um the numbers are speaking for themselves and so for me someone who really was just a singer and and not thinking of myself at all as an actor um it was it was daunting in the beginning um the singing part i felt confident and strong about but you know acting is a uh, is a uh, you know, um, something you really have to, it's a craft that you have to work on. And so I got a great acting coach, Josie Harris. And, you know, uh, even before I got the part, I'm, you know, um, I tell people all the time, you got to invest in yourself, you know, even before anybody else believes in you, if you believe you've got something. And so before I got it, I was, you know, in the trenches just, <laughs> you know, cause it was just so foreign to me and I was so used to being in control and it was humbling and, you know, um, but I submitted my little tape and, and, um, by some miracle, they, they took a chance on me. And then you've worked with all of those legends and like all of those big name people. And I'm sure you've gotten like great advice from them. What's Mm -hmm. the worst advice you've gotten? Ooh. (laughs) These are all questions I've never been asked before. Wow. (laughs) I love that. I love that. Um, 
you know, I remember I was, I, I went to this meeting. It was like, you know, a, a meeting with like, you know, some music exec. And um, basically they started playing me all this music that was already out. And they were like, you need to do something more like that. You need to sound like that. And, um, and I understood what he was trying to say, you know, and be quite frank, you know, a lot of, I think the industry, the climate might be what it is because so many people want another this or another this person or another that person instead of allowing people to be unique and um, unapologetically themselves. And so I kind of felt like his advice was saying, you need to sound like this or you need to do this or you need to look like this to be successful. And I kind of felt like, you know, I'm, I'm going to exist in this industry on my own terms. And um, it's taken me a while. Um, but as you said, I mean, I'm, I value success very differently than maybe someone else does. Like, um, the fact that I have found my passion and what I love and I get to do it and it resonates with people and people DM me and tell me that it literally saved their life. That's success to me. Like whether millions of people know about me or just that one person that it touched and, and made a difference in their life, that's success to me. You know, um, but you know, I'm I'm also really happy that this movie has brought a lot of awareness to who I am too. I'm I'm just I'm just rolling with it. <laughs> but yeah, I would say I would say that was the the worst advice. I you know, just almost making me feel that I needed to be someone else to be successful. Well, did you have any like crazy comments or issues on social media after starting as like a gospel singer? Like did the because Megan Good, like when, you know, she posts her normal pictures, but then everybody's all in her comments, like, oh my God, you shouldn't dress like this. Right. Like, did you have <laughs> that kind of pop up? I have. I have. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, you know what? Right. <laughs> I have. Oh, okay. No, let, let me, I, I'm so sorry for not, no, is this a, is this a gospel too loud? Is this? No, oh, no, no. Okay, okay, okay. No, no, that's not what we Be are. free. <laughs> no, that is not what this is. <laughs> okay, so I played Dorinda and I absolutely adore her. And again, I grew up in the church, so I'm very churched. I know the culture. My dad's a pastor. He became a pastor when I was an adult, but like I'm a PK. I know the drill. I know what's up. And I also know how pastors and pastors' wives and PKs are behind the scenes too. So right. it's like, I've, I've seen every facet of it. Like you really can't church bully me. Cause like I see <laughs> right through that. Like yeah. it doesn't bother me. But the other day I was on Instagram live and I was just playing around with, you know, my fans, I got on live. I was just in the mood to, you know, sing. I had just done a live with someone else and he put me in the mood to sing. And so okay. I started playing this little game um, of name that tune with, with my followers. And so um, it just kind of took a turn um, in a spiritual way. And it just like, I just felt God's presence really powerfully. And um, I just started singing this song um, called Just Another Day That the Lord Has Kept Me. And then it just, it just went into like a, almost like this eight minute just praise thing. And they were just there and people were just watching. And so um, 
people were, have been posting it everywhere. It's like on, on, on Facebook, it's got almost a million views. Like oh, it wow. kind of, it went viral on Facebook. Okay. Um, and so in the comments, people are, so I, I mean, it's nine o'clock at night. I'm, we're quarantined. I'm in my home. You know what I mean? So I've got like a tank top on and some like short shorts on. Right. So you see my legs and you know, all that, but you know, again, I'm not thinking it's going to take that turn. Mm -hmm. So people are like, Oh, the spirit was not in this, you know, she would have been dressed differently. You know, um, this is all flesh. You know, <laughs> oh, no. I can't focus. I can't do that. You know? And so I've kind of had an influx of like churchy followers, which is cool because they, you know, they're fans of the Clark sisters. And so, um, I did a post even before the movie, and I was basically saying, like, there's a lot of sides to me. Yes, I love the Lord. I sing about the Lord. I'm also a sexual person. I am also, I like to cover up. I like to dress cute and sexy, too. You know, I'm a boss, but I can also be very soft. Like, don't put me in a box. <laughs> you know? So some of the new followers weren't hip to that. So... <laughs> They I just okay, did it. How did you get them here? What did you tell them? What'd you say? So I posted. <laughs> <laughs> so I posted a pic a couple days ago and I was like, maybe it wasn't clear. <laughs> <laughs> but I love the Lord, but no, I love the Lord and I'm grown AF. Okay, you know, I saw that. Period. Um, yeah, you know, and I didn't. I dropped f bombs, but I just, I just put a f for right. for the saints. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they can spell it out because when you put a f, they can spell it out. You can spell it out. You know where I'm going with this. And sometimes I could have just said, "I love the Lord, but I'm grown," but that wouldn't have really brought the point home like I wanted. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I needed the two letters AF. So, um, you know, some people had a problem with that, but, and I, and I said, I said, listen, I, you know, really the message to me was basically saying, I have no problem with people talking about me and having an opinion about me. I'm used to that. When you grow up in the church, you're used to that, mm -hmm. but you can do it on your page. What you're not going to do is come to my page and tell a grown ass woman what she can do and what she should do and what she should wear and all that and yeah. I'm not mad about it I wasn't even mad but I'm just letting you know like if I have to tell you more than once then you'll be restricted to where you can't comment you can I'll let you still see me because clearly you need to right but um, you you're not gonna follow my page you lost the privilege of coming to my page to share your ideas because I don't really I, I my, my parenting has been completed right exactly. so. <laughs> okay and on that note <laughs> well, let's go ahead. So I know, I know that was confusing for people. They're like, oh, you know, no. Dorinda, Dorinda, you no. know. But it's that like, no, I'm not Dorinda. Played. I'm Shalea. Yeah, right. Shalea. So, right. Yeah. That's yeah. played exactly. Well, let's let's talk a little bit about your uh your new single you have. You yeah. are now. So yeah. you can give us little snippets. Tell us about it. I'm so excited about it. You know, it, I feel like God's timing is so perfect. And I think it, it, it's coming out at the right time where I think a lot of people are so isolated and, and feeling so, 
you know, either, you know, deeply depressed and, and lost, you know, I know, especially in the music industry, it's just, it's just scary times. And so this song kind of just allows you to speak, sing these affirmations into yourself to where when you don't have anybody, you can sing this melody that is simply giving the message that I am enough. I have everything I need to succeed. It's already in me. Um, there you go. Sorry, sorry about that. Got a call. <laughs> but I, even when I do do not disturb, I get calls. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Um, but anyway, um, it's already in me. Um, you know, I can basically, I can, I, it's, I don't have to look outside of myself to, to feel worth. And that, that's the message. And so um, it started off as a vibe. It's literally two lines in the song. It's, you know, I wasn't even thinking this would be a single at all but when I put it out there was such a huge response I mean I'm getting you know so many covers every day that's not even out literally from all over the world you know all ages um the, the one that got me was like these little preschoolers who were singing it you know and it just like <laughs> um I did it I actually presented it during Grammy week um they had this um, panel at the Grammy Museum called um, Backstage with Chalet. And so I kind of, um, I kind of presented it to some of the students that we were talking about other things. And so I was talking about this when a student had asked about what do you deal with? How do you deal with self-doubt? Um, and the Recording Academy wrote this beautiful article about it. So it's like, it's already out there and like really doing beautiful, it's just got beautiful vibes on it already. And so I'm excited for it to just, be officially out May 4th. Yes, Monday. Everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have any other questions? Um yeah. Um okay so this is like a little off subject. Um okay. your music coming out. Uh, but Nicki Minaj and Doja Cat just dropped a see uh, a single. Um Drake just dropped a whole mixtape last night. And then we have Beyonce and Megan that just dropped theirs the um, day before yesterday. So yeah. If you can only listen to one of those for the rest of your life, who's it gonna be? Ooh. I'm just gonna do this. <laughs> There's only it's, one. I think, I, think it, I think it's I think it's hands down Beyonce and Meg. Oh, I mean, and I'm not saying that just because y'all are in Houston, like I I just love that song. And every time, you know, because of course there were so many of the challenges going on, like you know, doing the dance. And everybody's like, oh, it's played now. I was like, it's not played to me. I was still, like, even without the remix, I still loved it, even though I kept seeing it over and over and over in my timeline. But I'm going to have to go with, with Meg and, and Beyonce. That That is just, it's just so good. It's yeah, so that's good. The only acceptable yes, that's answer. the only acceptable answer. The only acceptable answer. <laughs> All right. Um, so before we wrap it up, I, uh, it just felt like it went so fast. But, I know. Um, I know. I'm like, it's, it's time to go. I'm like, really? I have more to say. <laughs> um, we always do an either or and finish the sentence. So I want to start with the either or. You have to choose one or the other real quick. Okay. And then okay. either or, you're finishing the sentence. Yeah. Okay. No I hate these. I hate these games. I really hate them. But I, <laughs> it stresses me out. I get so stressed out. But let's but go. But you look let's cute. Go. You look cute. So you good. <laughs> <laughs> either or okay swim through poop or dead bodies oh shit <laughs> <laughs> oh 
trying to process. She's like, what? what? I know. I, you know. You know. It's so funny. I thought of the scene from Game of Thrones. I'm. I, oh. Remember when, he, when they he was piled on all the dead bodies? How can you swim through dead bodies? I mean, is that almost your death? I don't know. Maybe they're all floating in the water. I don't, I, okay, if they're floating in the water, I, I choose dead bodies. Final answer. <laughs> okay, have a child with Cardi B's personality or Rihanna's personality? I would have to go. I love them both. I really love them both. Um, but I love, I love, I love Rihanna. I love her. I, I love what she represents. So, and I like how spicy she is and she don't take, you know, I, I like, but, but both of them are like that. But I just, I, you know, I yeah, just gotta go with Riri. I gotta go with Riri. I gotta go with Riri on that. Riri on it, okay. Date a one-eyed person or a one-testicle person? One-testicle, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and would you rather be the smartest person in the room or the richest person? Ooh, because that's not always synonymous, huh? Nope. <sighs> I'm going I'm to I'm take the money on this one. <laughs> okay. I can read a book later. Okay. <laughs> okay, we're going to finish up with, finish the Senate. Okay. <laughs> okay, the last time I picked my nose was blank. Uh... It wasn't this morning, and it's usually, you know, I kind of go like this. I don't really pick, pick. I do get tissue. A little quick. Um, it's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the last time I was sore, I was doing blank. Um, the last time I was sore was yesterday. I slept wrong. Like, I, I went to sleep on the phone. And I was, and it was like, it was a weird, like, neck position. Yeah. Okay, blank is with me while I use the bathroom. My phone. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm a Christian, but blank. I am a Christian, but don't fuck with me. <laughs> oh Thank you so much. It was so good to meet you guys. Yay. And, and stay safe. Stay safe. You Even too. though things are opening up, just stay safe and, you know. Quarantine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. <laughs>